Live from the meantime in Austin, Texas, this is the Sandlot Revolution Podcast. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Delicious sparkling water made with our limestone mineral blend. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Because Rambler is made here in the U.S. of A. Ramblers do it better. Visit RamblerSparklingWater.com to learn more. Hello, Sandlot fans. This is your host, Howard Carey. This week, Topaz McGarrigal helps me interview the Texas Tall Boys. This is Sandlot. All right. Here we are again for Sandlot Revolution podcast. I've got a guest co-host as well as guests here, uh, Topaz McGarrigal of Golden Dawn Orchestra fame and many hello, other hello. things. Um, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for helping out today. And we have Risto Lawson and Stuart Parker of the Tall Boys, the Texas Tall Boys. Yes, sir. Welcome, guys. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Um, uh, Risto, you're the skipper. Yes, yeah. And That's what you call me Skip. Yeah, we're there from day one. Uh, how did you all come about? Um, I'm the kind of guy that always has a uh, ball and a, you know, couple of gloves in my truck and uh, a few friends of mine. It was like right at the end of quarantine, kind of when people were starting to get the shots. And um, I had hung out with a friend of mine in the backyard who told me that he had gone and played catch with another friend of ours. And I, I got immediately, I was just pissed. I was like, why the fuck didn't you let me know? Like, <laughs> you know, I've, I've got gloves got, in my yeah, car. I'm ready to go anytime. <laughs> and um, so then I think it was like a, maybe a week later or something like that did it again. Maybe three of us showed up, went out to Patterson park over off airport. Um, then, you know, had a great time. I think we showed up the next week. Um, maybe four of us were there or something. And later that evening, I got a phone call from another friend, I guess had seen one of the folks that was out playing with me. And, uh, you know, he called me, said he's like, Hey, I heard you start a baseball team. I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah, I'm starting a baseball team. <laughs> Um, had always, you know, I, I played baseball growing up and, and up to high school and it just, it was a, a dream of mine, but it was, you know, only up to high school blew out my knee and completely just like quit sports altogether, you know, never thought I'd be playing baseball again. And then, um, you know, he brought out five folks, a guy that called me and it was, uh, my Andy Biancoli, uh, Star Parks. And he, uh, brought out five or six folks. We started showing up every week out to Patterson Sunday mornings and just having to throw around and then got a little gear, you know, like free stuff off of Craigslist and a bunch of youth catchers gear and <laughs> misfitting stuff, you know, terrible wooden bats that were already kind of cracked and a um, bunch of cheap balls. But uh, yeah, it was like, just became a thing, like immediately went from the three of us, then the four of us, then there was eight or nine of us, then there was 12 or 15 of us showing up every week and just having a blast just, you know, throwing playing, the ball around. Like, yeah, just playing catch. Yeah. And, and did you, at that point, know anything about Sandlot happening? Did had you have, zero idea. Yeah. Zero idea. I've been in Austin for 18 years now. Zero idea. Um, we just were do, showing up, doing that thing. We did that maybe three, four months, throwing the ball around, playing little scrimmage, scrimmages against ourselves, et cetera. And... Um, we, I, one night I was out at a friend's birthday party. We ended up at King B, ran into a mutual friend, uh, Anna, who um, mentioned that she had friends that had a team. She was like, just shit talking a little bit. She's like, I wanted to play with your team. And Andy told me I couldn't or something. I was like, no, you can play with us, of course. She was like, well, I don't want to. I've got friends that have a team and they challenge you to a match. <laughs> and, a baseball match. <laughs> yeah, so, like right then and there at the bar, uh, she sent a group message to Jackie from the Ramblers and, uh, and myself. And then we set up a game in like two weeks or something, um, showed up to play the game and ultimate Texas thunderstorm rolled in, you know, just like right as we were getting ready to do the first pitch, completely knocked out the entire game. Yeah. So we all, uh, before we ever played a, a single inning or anything like that, we all just went, ended up going <laughs> over to Andy's house, partying, like it's like half of each team. Stayed up all night, having a great time, you know, became best friends immediately. And then nice. finally got our first game um, maybe a week or two later. And we're all addicted then, right then and there. It was, you know, we were playing over at uh, Givens on East 12th. 
It was a little, little league field, you know, both Ramblers had been doing their thing uh, during, I think they started during quarantine and um, they, you know, it was the same kind of feeling, you know, and they, we were their first team to play against and they were our first team to play against. And it was just like every Friday night. That's what we showed up and did. And we show up on Wednesday nights and practice together, show up on Fridays and play ball games for a whole year. I mean, we did it winter time, summertime. Like year that. round. All year round. And, and your sister's on the Ramblers. How did that happen? Yeah, so uh, she had heard about Sandlot from me, like being so, well, okay. not Sandlot, I mean, you know, yeah. our Sandlot. Um, and um, she came out to a game with me one time and just immediately, like, befriended all the Ramblers, you know. Um, I think she, I, want, I, I really wanted her to play baseball with us, but I think at that point we were mostly dudes and, did, you know, she there were a bunch of ladies on the Ramblers that she was like immediately best friends with and felt a little comfortable. I'm still like my biggest Sandlot regret is hope not playing for the tall right. boys. She's so great. Well, you were, you were a starting <laughs> pitcher too, and she's a starting pitcher. Right. right? Yeah. So. Her, her dad was both of our coaches when we were kids, you know? So like the, the same enthusiasm was always there. And, you know, I'm super, we're a pretty big years apart. Like I'm 38, I think um, hope and her twin sister are 26. Um, so we don't, you know, don't necessarily shouldn't necessarily be hanging out in the same group of people, but we all we always have been super tight, you know, and got them both to move to Austin um, right after college, and um, I'm so thankful that I get to play with her every week, you know, or not was every week. I still now get to do, but she's like a superstar in the league, you know what I mean? I'm so proud to to be related. And we call the Ramblers our sister team, but it's also my sister's team. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. And Stuart, were you there from the beginning? I, I wasn't there from the beginning. Um, the way I got involved was through Hope, sort of. Uh, Hope has a good friend, Chase, um, who she works with. Hope, Risto's sister. Yeah, yeah. Hope Hope Kid on a uh, starting pitcher for the Rambler, shout out. Um, she uh, Chase texted me one day. He was like, hey, my, my buddy, uh, my, my friend's brother's team, baseball team, needs an extra player. Do you want to come play with me? And I immediately got super excited and then immediately got super scared <laughs> because I hadn't picked up a baseball bat since high school, yeah. you know, and I texted him back. I was like, dude, I, I haven't played since high school. And he was like, I've never played. And I was like, all right, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was like October, 2021, maybe. I think we started in like February 21. It was pretty soon actually. after they started. Yeah. yeah. But I showed up to the game and just like, Immediately, like Risto said, just got hooked. Um, yeah, man, it was, it was uh, the, the moment I knew that it wasn't going to be quite as competitive as I had built up in my imagination is when the st our starting pitcher was having trouble in like the bottom of the seventh and he called for his pack of cigarettes off the bench and <laughs> lit up. And then he was like, all right, I'm good to go. And I was like, this is, this is a league for me. Right yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, it was always a party out there at Givens. And yeah, man. Givens was the best, playing on that little league field. And like I said, I had no <laughs> idea that – you know, there was all this amazing Sandlot scene already going on in Austin, had been for a decade. And I, you know, it was through Jackie and Jen from the Ramblers. They knew you and, knew, you know, knew some folks from the Playboys and stuff. And they started telling me about it, that there was all, there's all these other teams. This is a thing. Like, this is going on. And we got so excited. We're like, what? Like, there's yeah. other teams. I mean, excited and intimidated. You know, we didn't know what the, the whole vibe was. Like, I would say, like, the whole the Sandlot ethos that is what it, we had a miniature version of that, you know, it wasn't nearly as fleshed out or anything like that, but it was fun first. It was people of all experience levels, you know, it was, uh, you know, just anybody who wanted to play ball, we, we had a spot for you, you know, and wanted to just show up and have fun and, you know, get to, to play this game that we all love. Yeah. Supported everybody 100%, man. That was, that's what it was all about. Yeah. And then yeah. You know, to be welcomed into this league is just, phenomenal yeah. yeah it's it's so it's i think everybody every team or every person for sure goes through that you hear about baseball you don't believe that you're actually that they're talking about baseball you think it's softball or something and, yeah. you, oh, and yeah. you think of competitive you know hardball and aggressiveness and that kind of thing and then you get out there and it's just such a different vibe and such a great feeling you know it's like i can't believe i still i can't believe i'm i'm playing i mean you two we've played a couple of teams that scared me <laughs> <laughs> we don't play them anymore <laughs> absolutely but you you didn't play much uh, growing no. up did you no i played uh i mean i i played other sports but not not baseball i, I was basketball and soccer i probably played 
baseball once or twice in first grade, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but you've had, what, I know at least three walk-off game winners. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know it. <laughs> Natural. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of our best players, Mario's, he never played baseball in high school, but, man, he's, yeah, he's one of our clutch guys. Never even been to a baseball, not major league of, baseball game until this year. I'm yeah. definitely not one of the best guys. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> More than holds his own. That's right. Nice. And what? Uh, so, having baseball gloves in your in your car and always carrying that around. I mean, it, had you you keep up with baseball? Is it just been in the back of your head? Is just like like I've I've I kept my glove for a really long time. And then at some point, I kind of lost track of it, but but I was always just holding on to that idea. Sure. And uh, I, I hadn't played since high school, and um, yeah, it was was again floored that you could actually play and have fun. Yeah, I mean, I, had, I was carrying it around as like yeah, it was a thing that I'd grew, grown up loving, adoring, wanted wanting to do. I mean, I. I knew pretty early on I wasn't going to be going to the majors or going to even do go to college doing it or anything like that. But um, it was just always such a, you know, the fun thing to get out and throw a ball around. You didn't have to have a bat. You didn't have to have catcher's gear. You had a ball and, and two people that were enthusiastic about it, you know, and, and you start doing your, you know, trick catches and your, you know, it's like it just is always just all brings out such joy. And so it was always a thing that I, you know, I carried around in the truck because it's like, Anytime that you're hanging out with somebody, it's like, what do you want to do? And it's like, oh, here's an easy, fun thing. Oh, what's the last time you had a catch, you know? Right. Um, but, yeah, I didn't – I'm in and out with baseball in general. Like, um, I grew up a, a big Texas Rangers fan, which has been a very sad career for me. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> we got – we um, – yeah, so close, so many – you know, one pitch away twice, you know. Um, but um, – Are you from Texas? Yeah, I was originally, I was born in DFW Metroplex and then was raised up there, came to Austin the minute I graduated high school, basically, been down here ever since. Um, but the, yeah, I, my uncle had, um, his office was like in the little business center adjacent to the ballpark in Arlington and him and his partners split season tickets to give to their um, customers, et cetera. And so, like, maybe every fifth game, home game or something like that, they wouldn't have somebody to give it to. So we get to go. I went to a lot of ball games there. And, as, you know, I grew up a ball player and then getting to go to a lot of ball games and catch foul, foul balls and get autographs, get there early and watch, you know, all the warm-up and everything. It was just, like, that definitely embedded the love for baseball for me and getting to be around it as often as I was. And so then as I quit my baseball career, as it were, playing baseball, I just – um, I still kept up with it, watched baseball. I played a lot of fantasy baseball and stuff for years. Um, for, up to a point. That's intense. <laughs> up until a point. Baseball. Oh, man, I loved it. Daily roster changes and stuff, like working <laughs> the waiver wires. That's, uh, I still, to this day, like I enjoy – I play fantasy basketball now. It's my, oh, wow. That's my nerd, my nerd out these days. But, um, yeah, I don't, it's like, um, you know, stats. Baseball is the best stat sport. Stat nerd, you know, so that always brought me into that. Um, but yeah, just you know, general love for the game. I don't watch as much professional baseball now. Um, you know, I just don't have the time as much, and etc. I like to go to games. Um, you know, love to go to express games or whatever. But now that I got this whole, this, you know, any game I see coming up or on the weekends, if I'm free, I'm going out to watch Sandlot baseball these days. You know, that's where I am spending most of my free time. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's we've talked about it obviously a lot on here, but it's got a really great community. Um, I mean, Topaz and I both have benefited from it, you know, incredibly, and and uh, yeah, just getting to know more people. I mean, one men, older men, it's difficult to meet people, people. and hang out, um, and it's just such a safe place to do it. It's it's. Uh, you know, it's, I, I don't think I've met anybody I didn't like. Yeah. I don't know. The best, the best yeah. people in Austin are playing Sandlot baseball, right? I mean, this, <laughs> I haven't met anybody that is just didn't blow me away through Sandlot. It's the best community I could be a part of. I mean, yeah. One of my misnomers was I was like, oh yeah. So your comment about the smoking on the, on the mound, I was like, oh, this will be cool. I'll meet some 
different crowd of people and they're probably like a lot more health oriented. <laughs> <laughs> First uh, game, people are like, offer me bumps of cocaine on his chest. <laughs> you can like, delete that part. <laughs> it's like going back to ball in the 60s, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would never nope. call what we do ath- athletic necessary. We're, we're active. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> But no matter what, it's like my favorite thing is like, yeah, you get to meet all these new people in in a a really safe environment, but you go out for three or four hours every week, you get to put your phone away and not even think about it twice, you know, and then just get out there and engage with people face to face, have fun, engage with the crowd. And that's what it's all about, man. It's so hard to do that these days. It's like, that's why people get addicted to this, you know, just because it's, it's a place where you go and do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, that's bear. That's bear usually makes an, an appearance in here. Um, so what, uh, you've been doing it now for a couple of years. How, how are things kind of settling out? Like everybody has kind of a different, arc. well, they're usually similar, but different arcs, you know, either they get a bunch of people on their team and then it starts to settle out and, you know, you figure out who, who your your kind of core group is or not. And some people, though, don't. Some people just go for straight, you know, 15 or so, and they're there every single game. Right. And, and how has it been for you all? Our, our roster has definitely changed a lot over the time that, since we started. Um, originally, it was just friends of friends, you know, a big group of people, mostly musicians uh, and service industry folk that had known each other for forever. Um, and then... As it became more organized, I guess, it became a little harder to, you know, it's like, hey, this is, we're doing this twice a week, you know, and it's asking a lot of any, you know, working person in Austin to, right. to show up twice a week to, to play a game and that they're having to pay to do even, you know, and um, so it was, you know, a, a, it became difficult after a little while to getting regular people out, but then at the same time, you had so many new people excited, wanting to get in. Um, so we've never really had a lack uh, uh, for people wanting to play or showing up or anything like that. But I will say that it, as it started out with more, with all friends of friends, and then as you know the schedule became as we started drafting a schedule and having multiple dates at different times, and um, it became a little harder for some of the people to to be there regularly. And we did have a little lull of, of like not showing up with enough people to play a game, having to borrow guys from the other team, et cetera, which is, you know, we don't want to have to do that. You know, it feels like a, putting a burden on the other team. And even if you win, you win with the other guys, you know, right? <laughs> so, um, but then we, you know, I think it, it really kind of started to gel when it wasn't just every, you know, every person we knew was just like, Hey, come play baseball, come play baseball. But um, people coming wanting to play that also brought things skills off the field people that wanted to be involved in helping do things behind the scenes um like y'all I, you know i've heard y'all talk about it so many times like casting a team you know casting roles for your team right and that has has more or less happened naturally for us over time we've just been very fortunate to to meet really cool people that are still friends of friends i mean it's we're never like we haven't cast a net out looking for ball players or anything like that um but to have people that want to, that are enthusiastic to come play ball with us, that get the whole ethos of, of Sandlot and that want to do more than just show up once a week, you know, like help with merch, help with the social media, take the photos, you know, like, you know, help get sponsorships, et cetera. Um, and that's the, I didn't say that's like probably the biggest transition as far as like enthusiasm and, um, our, our actual, we've always floated around like 15 to 20 people showing up at any given point. What do we have, like 18 now? I think we're roster? About, I think eight, 18, 19, something, 20, something like that. We've had like, I think we have had a full roster show up this season like three or four times already. It, yeah, the enthusiasm's at all-time high right now. We got yeah. the, we got the, the fresh pinstripes, exactly. you know. Exactly, brand new All years. we needed to do was get jerseys that weren't T-shirts, <laughs> and now everybody wants to be involved. <laughs> That's awesome. Just get that Instagrammable fucking. <laughs> oh, and free, and free beer too. We got a beer sponsor. Oh, so that, that's, that's, that's huge. Shout out in, Independence. Yeah, yeah, Independence Beer. Shout out. Woohoo! Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's those are those are two big steps. I mean, it, it's it definitely takes um, takes a while to to kind of find your footing and to be able to do stuff like you know we're fortunate 
just because we've been around a long time to do the stuff we do. We, we didn't do it in the early days. <laughs> we were just scrapping around trying to find somebody to play. Of course. But uh, what would you all, I don't know, Stuart, what would you describe the, your, I, mean, I feel like every team has kind of a vibe, like um, a persona. What would you? Uh, uh, persona. I mean, you know, I feel like the first season, last season we were in the league, we got, we we came in kind of hot. We had like, we had some pretty competitive folks. Um, not to say that everyone didn't have fun 100%, you know, every game and respected our opponents every game. But, you know, I, th- I think like it was a second game in last season and somebody came, one of my teammates came over, I think it was Mario maybe. He was like, hey, dude, I heard we were the bad boys. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if that's a good thing for you, but it sounds cool. Uh, you mean that we, you know, like throw tantrums and like uh, call the ump names, but uh, no, we didn't do that too much. Um, I think we're, you know, like Risto said, it, it's become less friends of friends and, and more like, you know, guys kind of being recruited through, through our current team who have like a higher skill level. We still have a, 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 you know, a wide variety of skill levels, myself included on the lower end now. Um, but I mean, I don't know. We're just a bunch of guys who we're like 50, 50% competitive, 50% fun. You know, that's our focus. I mean, that's what we, that's our mantra. That's what we try to remind ourselves every, every game, you know? Yeah. We have a really good um, assistant uh, manager, Zach, shout out, who's who's really good at keeping us motivated, making sure we're having fun, being respectful, and just trying to win games. Yeah. We're still trying to win games, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, I feel like, in general, people are competitive with themselves more than they are the other team. Absolutely. You know, it's like, you want to do well, you want to have fun, you want to play as well as you can, but... Yeah, folks beat them up sometimes after striking out or something, you know. And it's always just like, I, if you want to, if you want to be upset with yourself for a minute, that's fine. You know, make a deal about it. You know, whatever. Don't make a show. Ain't no no chirping at the umps in Sandlot. You know, like it's not. Those have been had to learn lessons. You know what I mean? Um, but I really think that everybody that we've got on the team now has a really great feel for that and appreciates that. And doesn't they don't want to be playing in competitive ball league where nobody's having any fun. You know, like. At this point, and and everybody on our team's baseball career, like as far as they may have gotten, there's like they have more fun doing this than any other point in their baseball career, you know. And so, like that's that keeps people coming out regardless of how well we're doing or anything like that, you know. But yeah, like like Stu said, focus is fun first. You know, we've got some competitive guys, we've got some really talented guys on the team. Um, I think there's a a really uh, it's a fine line, but I think it's like a very, uh, it's a perfect line to ride in Sandlot of being able to show up and have a competitive team, have a competitive game, play a game of baseball all the way through, but also make sure the other guys are having fun. You know, I like break the unwritten rule every time and go over to the other guys' dugouts and wait, hey, what's happening? You know, go in, talk a little shit, have a little fun, shake hands with everybody, you know, and, um, you know, we make we pass around a game ball every game. Make sure we get everybody to love asking grown men to give me their signatures on baseball. So many times it's like you go up with a pen. Like, what? What? What do you want me to do with this? Like, you want my autograph? It feels what pretty is, cool. Is it, what is, or or they're like, what is this? Like some kind of IRS scam or something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like I don't. There's it's fun first. We like to play ball. Obviously, that's why we're all here. We want to play baseball. But um, there's. That will always be what we'll what we'll go back to is the party, what the Gibbons days, the what we have with the Ramblers, like the you know the family fun vibe, like that's what brings us back. Every it's that's the community is the number one thing, not the winning. You know? Yeah, one hundred percent. Any weird rituals? Uh, weird rituals. Let's see. Um, I guess I don't. I, there are definitely people that have them on the team. That, um, <laughs> Maybe that we don't know about. Yeah, my my weird ritual is just showing up with all the gear before everybody else. <laughs> um, I love that for you. <laughs> Whole team does. Um, yeah, they. Um, I know. Yeah, there's a, a Zoe had a thing with like no washing her socks for forever. <laughs> um, I, there's we, we had her. We made her stop doing that. There's a, <laughs> there's a few. Uh, there's a few on the crew that um, had, you know like to eat a particular thing before they play or something like yeah. that. 
It's like, no, I don't even think about that. Uh, I just try to get there. (laughs) (laughs) Do either of y'all get uh, nervous? uh, Every time. Yeah. Every single time. Still on the way. At bats, in the field. On the way. When I, when I get there, it melts away immediately once the play starts, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Oh yeah. When you're, I'm, I play center field. So when you're standing out there, like before the game starts, right before the first pitch, you're like, what if a ball comes this way? (laughs) (laughs) What am I going to (laughs) do? But yeah, it like melts away immediately. I mean, it's like you forget about it. instantly. the more beer you drink, the better it gets. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. You get out there, you shake hands with the other guys. Like if if everybody's there to have fun immediately, you were relaxed. You know what I mean? It's not by the time you get up to bat or get up on the mound or whatever you're, it's already like, all right, we're all here for the same reason, you know? Yeah. But I love that. I get the butterflies driving down every single time, you know? And like, feel like I need to put on some familiar music to sing along to on the way or something <laughs> to distract myself from them. And it's, it's like, I feel like I'm on the way to a job interview or something, you know, it's like, right. it's just a, it's a, I feel like that's the kind of thing that like, when you get those butterflies, you know, you're doing something worthwhile, you know? Yeah. As a, you know, a uh, fellow 38 year old man, where else are you going to get that? You know, exactly. Like baseball exactly. stepping up to the plate, all nervous. What, um, what's, what have you found is the biggest challenges, uh, managing a group of grown men <laughs> uh, um no it's i i've got i couldn't have asked for i can ask for better teammates you know i love everybody uh to death that I, that are on the tall boys and affiliated with the tall boys have been on the tall boys you know retired whatever um we've had nothing but amazing people um that said you know like getting getting 20 adults to show up with their full ass schedules and their kids and their bands and their, you know, whatever, like it's that it's in its itself is difficult. And then, you know, like getting everybody to get on the same page for future stuffs. Right. So like trying to design logos or jerseys or something like that, like there, there was a lot of back and forth, but <laughs> even just the name, I mean, like, good God, like we, we didn't have a name for the oh, yeah, whole well, time we were at Patterson. We what was the name. original name? There was, oh my God. So we didn't have a name. Um, I think most people on the team knew Andy first. So they called it Andy's team for a while. Once we started trying to pick a name. <laughs> you should have kept that. <laughs> <laughs> we started to pick a name. There was, um, I think the the Ramblers tried to name us the the Patterson Paddywhackers, I think they called us. Oh, I didn't, I'd never heard that um, one. Then there's, we started doing, I, one of the funniest. one I have the in big, mind. The big, well, the the original suggestion, I think once uh, once we knew what Sandlot was, because we were already playing at Givens against Ramblers every week before we had a name. And uh, one of the first big jokes was that we were going to call ourselves the uh, the Texas Double Playboys. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah, we didn't, nice. didn't want to offend anybody. So, um <laughs> So we, um, yeah, I think we, there was the big, the big battle, I guess. So we put it, we finally put it all to a vote. There was half of the team was, um, what was it? The, the, the Gabagools. Gabagools. Yeah. And this was the half of the Italian heritage folks. So the team wanted to call it the Gabagools. What's a Gabagool? Uh, it's a, yeah, a slice of uh, prosciutto or salami or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, embarrass That's my, the embarrass myself right now. Exactly. That's why we're not the Gabagools. Um, and then we, we like put it all to a vote. I think it was split between tall boys and Gabagols. We drew out of a hat and ended up with the like control, which was the Hill City Skunks, which we were going to be for a while. Um, That's kind of cool, though. It was, it was great. But then we started showing up to uh, games and as the, the skunks putting on the scoreboard and it was just uh, people were making so many jokes. Like it was, <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> Garner Sloan on our team. He he. Every time we'd score a run, he'd go P U. <laughs> I, a I loved good it. Battle I loved it. I truly was so into it. But yeah, it didn't. It just didn't stick for a little while. We ended up going back. Tall Boys was originally suggested because we wanted to get a uh, a, beer, a beer sponsorship go, to yeah. be out there. So, just Great. so happens that we happen to have a, a, quite a few Tall Boys on the team, you know. But Although Skunk, you could get some uh, THC uh, exa- sponsors. Hey, baby, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> You're looking for that too. We're still looking for that. So. Um, so have you all, I mean, you're only a year and a half, two years old. Um, have you traveled? Any plans to travel? What's uh, Have you gotten out of town at all? A um, little bit, a little bit. We go, uh, we went down to San Antonio last year, got to play on the historic Pittman Solomon Field with uh, the Texas Dingers. They showed us an awesome time, San Antonio. Um, 
this year we're getting to go up to Dallas with uh, the Austin Drag. Um, we're making a little road trip together, playing the uh, uh, River City Honey Busters and the rematching with the Oak Cliff 86ers came down and played us last season. We had an awesome game with them. Um, super cool guys. So, like, they've been wanting to get us to come up there. Um, we, we, we definitely have uh, huge aspirations. It's hard to put together a road team so far for us, you know, like – just like I said, getting last season, even just getting enough people to show up to play a regular game at Govala or something like it was hard to do. So yeah. trying to put together big roads. We've been invited to a few things where I've been like, yeah, we'd love to, you know, I'll let you know <laughs> kind of thing. But um, now that we're, we're more organized, like I said, enthusiasm is higher than ever. So we are we're looking for it. We want to do that. We don't have anything planned in the summer right now. We'd love to travel, love to go. Mm. I think half the teams on the TSA list, so I don't know. If flying is also be. true. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make a road trip wherever we go. Uh, you know. Just by bus. Yeah, right. I feel like uh, maybe the PBL, the uh, uh, New Orleans League. Oh yeah, might be calling y'all. Love to see them. I got a lot of friends in New Orleans. It'd yeah, be a great time to go down there for sure. I mean, there's so many teams in Texas now. I mean, it's hard to get out of. Well, I know. The it's state. new teams every week. You know, yeah. right? It feels like. Does Lockhart count? Because we go to Lockhart a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's our favorite. Yeah, all right. That's so, our favorite. Yeah, yeah. We go out there the a lot. The and smoke, any, man. any chance we get to go out there, that's our place to go. Yeah, they show us the best time, river parties after, and just nothing but genuine fine folk out there. So Yeah, it'll be great when they get their field. Oh, I can't uh, wait. Done. Yeah. Is it going to be done for next year? Uh, I think that's the, the plan, yeah. Then not, not this season, but next season they're planning on unveiling it. And if if that's the case, I mean, they're going to be – having to bat us off you know we're going to be out there just showing up every week trying <laughs> yeah. to play on their field with absolutely. them absolutely people from all over oh, yeah. for sure absolutely what's the story with the field um they are building a field uh, there's a uh, a ranch that does a lot of events and weddings and things like that and <clears throat> they went to them and and basically said how about we build a baseball field and the Family, the owners were like, hell yeah. So they're moving. They gave them like 20 acres and they're mo moving I th dirt. I think they were like, hell yeah. Why don't y'all build two? And they were like, oh, hold on. Let's start <laughs> with one first. Yeah. But they're building from scratch a, 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 a field kind of modeled after, you know, like the long time type Whoa. situation. So, yeah, um, which is going to be awesome. Be great to have. Uh, Can't wait. Did you all have so... Uh, when you played at uh, Givens, Little League Park, did you all have any rules or anything that you all did differently there? Or was it, I mean, w w what was it like playing playing on that field? Because I haven't played on a Little League field, but we, I mean, we played on huge fields, which is no fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the long time, which is kind of a, a midi. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to when you're playing on that small of a field with grown adults. It's like... What was it? Um, no stolen bases, of course. No leading off. Yeah. Um, probably remember better. We tried I. to move the the. We tried moving the bases around, throwing behind the mound. You know, depending on who was playing and who felt comfortable where it was. That was kind of always the vibe there. It was you know some people would throw fifteen be feet behind the mound. Some people would be on it. You know, um, but yeah, it, I mean it was scary because of the short bases. But then we you know. We'd space it out. We'd do, um, yeah, the no no steals and stuff. We would do, a lot of times we would do, like, the same kind of home run rules that were going on at the long time, you know. and Switch hit if you hit uh, a home switch run. Switch hit if you hit a home run. After five, they're outs, you know. Um, we, we definitely, like, so many of the things that we learned from the long time were immediately like, oh, that makes so much sense. <laughs> that made, like, we should definitely do that, right? Everybody was just like, yes, we agree. Um, I think my record uh, pitching at Gibbons was, like, 4-0, and I don't want to tell you what it is now after going to regulation size. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I, I still got it. I still got yeah. it. Nope. Yeah, it was a tease <laughs> for a lot of people, like, thinking, like, man, I've got a gun right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, any favorite stories from games from the field, on the field or off the field with the team, anything that, uh, whether it's, I mean, it can be poignant or hilarious or, or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, so I, many, I, you know, like most of my, my memories, most of the, like the love of, of this whole Sandlot community and everything came from just the original Gibbons days where we didn't know any better. We were just, it was just a group of adults showing up to have the most fun in their entire lives. Like, you know, bef even before we met 
any of this community and everything, we already felt like it was so special. All of the people, it was our church and it was our therapy and it was our activity and it was, you know, our hobby. It was everything to, to so many people. And so like most of my, you know, like the heart, the deep heart memories are out at just at Givens playing with the Ramblers, um, making new friends, people doing amazing things on the Sandlot field that we had no business doing, you know, as grown ass <laughs> adults, like, um, there's, yeah, I got, I've got put some particular memories of like, you know, big time game, big time comebacks, like ninth inning bases loaded two out walk off situations. And, you know, we've had, of course. we've had so many fun things like that where just like everybody exploded with joy and the after party was insane. And, you know, or, or going down to Houston as a half of the team and going to watch a game and staying up all night and making our own baseball in the living room of our Airbnb or, <laughs> you know. Uh, there was one particular game at Givens that I remember where, um, just as an example of, like, the variety of people we had hopping in our team and and, and just having fun either way is, like, Jack, one of our uh, first um, – was he – he was, like, our third baseman, shortstop, Jack. Jack. Short yeah, time. we were short a player, and his girlfriend was always showing up to the games uh, and kind of playing catch every now and then. But we were short a player, and he was like, kind of made her play, and he, she was like begrudgingly was like, "God damn it, I don't want to fucking do this." <laughs> and she got up to the plate and uh, had a broken bat single, like first time up to the plate, and we were all just like going nuts. Oh, it was yeah. like that she's was she's like five foot nothing. That was amazing, and she's hacking this stick up there, and she got a broken bat single, and Shout we just all Amber. just like went, yeah, Amber. We just like all went nuts. That was that sticks out of my memory. It's absolutely. like you never know who's gonna do something out on the ball field. That's yeah. the beautiful yeah. thing about it, you know. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you all what do you all do? Um, what do you spend your days doing? I mean, how do you have time for this or what do you, how does it relate to your life? Or, I mean, like we, we've got, we've got a, it started with a bunch of architects, our group kind of, you said it's a little bit of service industry kind of, and then it's gone out from that. Um, uh, and we've got a pretty broad mix of, of folks, uh, still, on the team. Still a lot of builders, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is, what's kind of, where do you all come from? I, th I think most people don't have time, but they make time for something that's worthy of their time, you know? Um, I, I'm, I've been a woodworker for the last six-ish years. I had a snow cone stand before that. I'm all over the damn place. I'm doing tech work right now, you know, soldering stuff. Um, but I, um, I think that we've had, like, such a... We have, now, especially so many people doing so many different things. I mean, you know, total very, it's not just everybody that knows each other from the music scene or from the bar scene or something. Um, but I think that like everybody just now, because of so much fun that we've had, because of all the peace, the awesome people you meet, because of the great time that you have every single time that you show up, win or lose, because of the after parties, it's, people are going to make the time now, you know, and they, and I think that there's like a little bit of it where, you know, if you don't, and if you're not making the time and you're not showing up to do it, somebody else is going to get to come in. There's only so <laughs> many roster spots, right. you know? So like, um, I think that just the enthusiasm is, is, is what it is because we have, uh, nurtured our community and made it, um, a, a fun environment to be in every time, whether we're practicing, whether we're playing, winning or losing, we, everybody's having fun. Everybody loves each other. Is happy to be there. Wants to be new friends with everybody that we meet. And so, you know, as long as we have that feeling as a team, people are going to show up no matter yeah. what, you know, it's, it's not a matter of, do I have the time? It's like, I'm going to make the time. Right. People try to show up injured all the time. You know, it's like, you got to tell me, man, like, what are you doing? You're throwing out your arm over here. And it's yeah. like, Oh yeah, I've been injured for two weeks. I just, but I want to <laughs> play like, you, got, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like go, it's, it's the party that you know is going to be good. Yeah. You know, there's no risk. Exactly. In it. It's like, I don't know if I want to go to that or not. Or oh, there's such FOMO with baseball games, <laughs> yeah. Sandlot games. Like, you, you know, if 
you if you can't be there or something, you're so upset about it. Like that's where most of the communication in our chat is from like the people that aren't going to be there and they're like, but you guys make sure you send me pictures and like, keep me updated. Let me know what the score is. Like I'm going to be thinking about it the whole time. I'll probably, I'm taking my glove with me on the trip. I'm going to be playing catch with my pregnant wife or whatever. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> Want to uh, be involved. In well, life. a good example of like, you know, I, I, had my first baseball injury a few weeks, like early in this season, um, like up like mid back injury is really weird, but I was out for a few games and I was like, all right, now that, you know, now that I'm hurt, I can't play. I'm going to bring my other skills. Like I do video, video production stuff on the side. I have a nine to five, um, our new sponsor, mash movers. I'm the general manager over there. Um, uh, one of my mash. good buddies. Yeah. Shout out yes. mash. Um, but I do video production stuff on the side. So I brought my, all my equipment to the game and, uh, we've been taking like the baseball card photos and like the video stuff. So, you know, it's like Risto said earlier, we try to find the skill set, you know, the, the little niche skills that some of our players have to like bring to the table. And that's what I try to do is like, you know, when I can't play, I'm going to do this for the team. You know, yep. I just believe in these guys and, and Sandlot, Austin Sandlot so much. I just want to contribute to everything I have, you know? Yeah. And it's just the party. Like everybody wants. I've my in, elbow's been injured for like six weeks now. Or I haven't been able to play baseball, but I've been at, I'm at every game. Right. I'm still rolling out the first. You know, very good at spreadsheets like, too. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just like you, you want to be involved. You know, no yeah. matter what, like you yeah. want to be there. Yeah, we had uh, one of our players who had to actually teach himself to throw with his other arm because his arm was out. <laughs> Whoa. And it was pretty, pretty hilarious for the first <laughs> six months or so, but when he got it and then his other arm healed and he finally like, and this is over a period of five or six years, you know, wow. <laughs> was, now like, he can throw with both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I want to ask one more question really. Um, and I'm going to start with you Topaz with it. Like what, what does Sandlot mean to you? whether it's being part of the community or or just uh you know what is it kind of brought to you or i mean i think i think you kind of nailed it on the head with like in this day and age like uh just finding people and i you know i joked about finding people that were more healthy than my friends but <laughs> but it's it's more about finding, just finding really community and new people and new friendships uh, for me, I think, like, has been beautiful because we get stuck in our little worlds and especially in this day and age, like, uh, with our social medias and the way we connect with each other, it's all so freaking uh, web-driven that just to have a visceral fucking thing where we're all connecting as human beings is what I love about it. Yeah. I would imagine being with a touring band that that would be even more difficult than a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. When you're in a band, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's like you get stuck in this weird little marriage, you know? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're your best friends and you don't, yeah, you just get stuck in that a hundred percent. Yeah. And just even beyond the band, the music scene is like so insular. So like, it's been so cool to meet. Like you said, architects. I mean, I knew a lot of y'all, sort of, I guess, but not like I, of course, not at all like I do now. So, uh, yeah, just meeting architects and filmmakers, and just, it's a, it's a, such a great. I, I hate to use the word, but it's such a great network, opportunity to network, but in a legit, like fucking, way. That's yeah. not. There's no bullshit. You that know? you would never other uh, otherwise meet. Yeah, just yep. this one thing that you know you have in common. Unlimited yep. talent within, like, in every single direction in Sandlot. Like, anything that you can think of that you need or want, there is somebody in Sandlot that yeah. specializes <laughs> in that. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. No, the amount, yeah, totally. The amount of people I've called, like, when we were, I don't know, this is the first one that comes to mind because there's multiple, multiple different examples, but, like, from music videos to whatever. But uh, when, you know, when we were moving... Howard encouraged me to move this house over there and because uh, he'd done it before and then I called up Kirk because Kirk's done it a ton of times and you know Kirk's on the team and he's he's, he's moved a ton of houses and he like a literal house yeah yeah like like onto a rental property wow it's how I ended up here I encouraged him to <laughs> ro- roll the house next door into the backyard and then one day I realized I didn't have a goddamn backyard <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you roll it back? Yeah. <laughs> Where's Bear going to run around? Exactly. Yeah. No, uh, Howard is the reason I have a BMW now. <laughs> no joke. It, right. It's a joke, but it's not a joke. 1984. <laughs> no, it's a lease. Oh, okay. <laughs> How about you guys? Any uh, thing you'd add to kind of, or how would you put it? I mean, uh, I, I, well, I, I, I had the honor to call uh, the Memorial Day games over at Downs Field just last week, which was a ton of fun uh, with so me and Lance, fun. yeah, from the Smoke and the Hawk out in Lockhart. Um, and I was so jazzed, you know, I was so amped up after, like, the day after I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and I was, like, trying to describe, like, oh, yeah, it's a sense of community, and I'm, like, giving back, and I, and I love it so much. It just feels so selfless. And she was like, yeah, it sounds like church. I was like, yeah, okay. It's yeah. kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's sure. like a cult. I, I guess, All hail. Yeah, it reminds me actually when I when I try to to describe it to people who haven't been, I usually kind of describe it. But then I'm like, look, it's just like every single thing that's great about America, like that's actually literally great about America. You know, dogs, beer, barbecuing, music, like all that shit. It's just without it, all the crap that we have to deal with these days, like. Just the, all the good shit about America that oh, yeah. we forget yeah. about. You sense know? of community, all sense of, of brotherhood. Those, yeah, all of those negative things do not show up at the seven lot field. Yeah, you yeah. Know? nobody's talking politics. Nobody's talking about even like the bad day they had. You go out and you take that out on the ball or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you're not. Well, goddamn, Beto was talking politics when he played us, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> That's his job. Oh right, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Ding! But yeah, that's 100%. It's like, it's, it's being a part of something that I would bend over backwards to give back to just because it, you know, gives me so much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's another thing too, is like, we are so inspired by everybody that has already been in Sandlot for so long that has developed this community and continued to welcome people into it, continue to water it and grow it and make it thrive. But it's, like the one of the greatest things about to me is that it's not just hey we're all showing up to the party or hey we're all showing up to play baseball or but there's so much giving back there's so much that teams do for their community outside of baseball that w- you know, we thoroughly want to get involved like now that we have a, a an organized enough machine to show up weekly to games and whatnot we want to be a part of that you know we want to give back we want to help out people you know we've got all these people with all of this enthusiasm and energy that want to show up and enjoy the community so much. It's like the least they could do is to give back, you know? And so we're constantly inspired by, you know, like listening to the podcast, hearing all these other teams from all around, all of the Austin teams that started everything, you know, like y'all are such great leaders in Sandlot in general and inspire other teams to not just want to get in and play baseball. Like I said, not just show up for the party, but like, want to turn it into an organization we want to do things we want to we want to help people and, and grow this even more um you know as as much as possible because it's always been such an inclusive thing you know people from any background any gender any experience level anything can show up and have fun you know and get yep. to play and like that's that's the number one thing to me that's the you know that's why i try to you know make sure that that's as much tall boys identity as possible um but you know, that's all it ever will be to me is like the inspiration to continue to show up, the uh, inspiration to continue to do great and to do even greater, you know, and, and we get to have fun along the way and we get to party along the way. We get to play baseball. Like what, what more could you ask for? It's, you know, it's a dream. Yeah. Well, that's Sandlot Baseball. Sandlot Indeed. Baseball. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you. guys. Amen. Thank you all. Amen. <laughs> it's awesome. Man. Appreciate it. Thanks Give for it up for Howard Carey, y'all. Oh, yeah. Keeping it alive in a big way. <laughs> Thanks, man. Desiree. She knocked the hinges.
Sister Elizabeth wears a crooked smile beneath a slash Sister Elizabeth with golden hair down hanging by the bed. Meet up back down the alley where you find her giving head. Not so much alone. So much alone. 